We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. I'm your host, Derek Larger. Joining me is my guy, Landon Oliver from the Blue Stable. Landon, how are you today, my friend? Doing fantastic, man. Uh, just, you know, we've had our offensive coordinator today. The picture is getting a little clearer. So uh, the more info that comes out, the better for me because I'm able to kind of focus a little bit more on draft season, get everything kind of get you know rolling and stuff which is kind of what we're doing here today so super excited to join you and uh just want to thanks for having me on absolutely man yeah you said it i mean the uh the offensive coordinator new tight end coach and you know basically new running back coach as well all within the span of a few days i mean it's really awesome it seems like things are starting to come together for the indianapolis colts which is always a great thing and then of course like you said now it's time to start looking a little bit more towards the draft, and that's what we're going to be doing here, guys. This is the first part of our little mini-series that we're going to be doing on the quarterback position. Uh, going forward, we're going to look at a few quarterbacks that we feel that the Indianapolis Colts could take a look at going into this draft process. And of course, now that Steichen's the head coach, we can kind of understand a few different things. And of course, this is before the combine and a couple other things that go down. But we're going to go ahead and hop into the first quarterback, which is the Alabama quarterback, Bryce Young. Many who presume to be the number one quarterback in this entire draft class. Really, that label has been placed on him ever since he started at Alabama. And they knew he was going to be a special player when he got to Alabama. Landon, I mean, just right off the top, what, what spot in the QB hierarchy would you place Bryce Young at right now? Man, it's tough because all four of these guys, they all have things that you you know they do well. And there's even some guys later on outside of those four that do things well, but everybody has question marks. So for me personally, like I have Anthony Richardson one just because I'm much more of a shot taker. I'm a home run hitter. If I'm gonna take the shot, I'm going big. But as far as quarterback prospects, if I'm just grading these guys off of the film, which is what we're about to get into here, Bryce Young is easily quarterback one in this class for me. Um, and, and it seems to be that way for a lot of people. 
if you can just get past the stuff that he can't change. But if you just throw on the film, if you're strictly judging on watching football and you know watching the All-22, the coaches' film, which is what we have here, Bryce Young's the best quarterback in this class. And I think there's a path forward for all of these guys. I think he's a little bit safer. You're probably not going to get the, you know, I'm not going to say he can't be an MVP type of player because I, I think that's there for him. I just don't think it's as clear cut when you look at the size, the athleticism, the arm strength, you know, that's, that's some stuff we'll get into here. But yeah, Bryce Young is fantastic. And I think I've even put it out there multiple times. If this guy was three inches taller and about 30 pounds heavier, he would be the best quarterback I've watched on film since we drafted somebody number one overall back in 2012. So I know that's really high praise because I'm notoriously a tough grader. So, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, before we even get into some of the film on some of the good and bad of Bryce Young, I mean, you mentioned it, the one piece that he can't fix, really. And that's just due to his size, right? I mean, everyone wants to uh, say he's six foot, but we all know that Bryce Young is, in fact, not uh, six feet tall, not quite. And he was 194 pounds when the season ended. That's pretty uh, small again. For somebody, I mean, we even look at like Kyler Murray, you know, Kyler Murray is size wise, still doesn't really come a whole heck of a lot closer to Bryce Young because he's about 15 pounds heavier than Bryce Young. And he's a lot more built than what a Bryce Young is. I would assume for you, that's probably I think for most people, that's the biggest life longevity concern for Bryce Young is that's going to maybe be his downfall is his size, you know, it increases that ability of you know, having a shortened career, how nervous are you of if the Colts decided to take a risk on Bryce Young on that size being a problem? Um, I'll say this, because generally I don't like to create issues where there haven't been issues on prospects. So for me, you know, it's not like he's been playing in Conference USA or, you know, even the, even the FCS. He's playing in probably the most physically tough conference in college football, and that's in the SEC. He has first round type of you know defensive tackles and defensive end and linebackers tackling him on a weekly basis and it's never been an issue you know obviously he had a little bit of a shoulder thing and that didn't really hold him back too much this year but outside of that he's never really had injury concerns I think what a lot of people are scared of though is you know the first few years maybe there's nothing but once he signs that second contract going into year six year seven year eight how long are you getting that, you know, that play from him, you know, going in? Because when you make an investment this big, especially trading up to number one overall, you're hoping it for, you know, 10, 15 years of high quality quarterback play. This is going to be for the long run. Uh, and, and that's what you're hoping for. So I think those are most of the concerns uh, for a lot of people. But for me, I don't really anticipate seeing much issues, especially early on, just because I haven't seen those issues yet. And he's playing against those NFL type defensive linemen and linebackers in the SEC. Yeah, I mean, we all presume that Bryce Young is going to get probably picked inside the top two. I mean, I think everyone kind of agrees on that. And I think you brought up a good point, not bringing up an issue that hasn't been there. I think that is a lot of a problem that we have as people that try to evaluate the game, people who try to evaluate players. And we think of what might happen down the road, even though it's never happened, it it could still happen. I think 
We could even bring up the same thing that happened with Devontae Smith uh, out of Alabama as well. He's now with the Eagles, and people questioned his size. I mean, he's a, he was, what, 180 pounds when he came into the league? So, of course, people were like, this dude's going to get smothered. This dude's going to get killed. I mean, th- there's just no way to sustain success. And, of course, in the second year with the Eagles, he really took off. He looks like he's going to be a piece there for the long haul. So far, he hasn't had any issues. So you could probably end up with the same kind of aspect towards Bryce Young. Now, granted, Bryce Young at the quarterback position is a lot more of a risk than it is at wide receiver. Yes, wide receiver might get hit a little bit more often, but the quarterback position is a whole heck of a lot more uh, valuable in that right. aspect. So, right, yeah, there's a little bit of a difference between you know getting tackled by a 200 pound DB and getting tackled by a 300 pound yeah. you know defensive lineman. Yes. Uh, now, granted, like you said, he's probably not going to get hit as often, and I think he does a very good job, as we see in the film, of avoiding hits and taking hits. But there's always the chance. And really, you can say that about any player, though. Like, if, if that's what your go-to, you know, it's like, oh, well, he's going to get hurt. Any of these guys can get hurt any year, any player in the draft. I mean, that's just a risk you take. That's the game of football. Yep. And most of the time, I mean, it's a, the injury rate in the NFL is 100%. I mean, there's never been a player that has never not sustained an injury throughout their career. So it's right. going to happen eventually. Like I said, with Bryce Young, though, it's – you know, after the hits add up, you're looking at year seven, year eight, year nine, going into that second contract, uh, especially with the way that you're paying these quarterbacks into that second contract. Is that going to be something that could be an issue further down the line? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I mean, you said it. Everyone gets injuries, right? I mean, Jonathan Taylor, up until this year, had never missed a game due to injury uh, before in all of his football career. And now... Yeah, Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell is a prime example. Paris Campbell, even going back to childhood, all the way through high school, all the way through college, never suffered a single injury. And then we see how that played out in the NFL, unfortunately for him. So... I mean, it's it's just part of the game, um, and, it, and it's part of the physical nature of the sport. And it's part of the reason why we all love football, uh, you know, because of that physical nature. And you know, these guys are gladiators out on the field and entertainers, and we we love that. But unfortunately, with that comes injuries, and that's just part of the game. 
Absolutely. All right. Well, we've stated enough a little bit about Bryce Young. We can continue to dive into it as we dive into this film. So let's go ahead and hop into this. So Landon here, uh, thank you very much again for allowing us to look at some of this all 22 film here that you have for us. You put together a list of plays for Bryce Young and what we're looking at here. So why don't you give us an understanding of what is going on with this play that you gave us? Okay, so I basically have, you know, different plays that highlight different strengths of players' games. And, you know, you know, we've got a few other really good plays. We've got, you know, some negative in here. So it's not all going to be just a highlight film session. But mm-hmm. we want to look for things that translate to the NFL level, things that guys do well that we can project. And one of those things, especially in Bryce Young's film, is the anticipation, the accuracy that he shows, and uh, you know his ability to navigate pockets and just create plays. It's it's very uncanny the way he's he's able to basically create sometimes things out of nothing. And we'll see that here. But what we want to focus on here is the anticipation. So you're watching this on Saturdays, and this might just look like a routine play to most people. But what I notice here. We'll go through, you know, we'll run through the play here and then we'll kind of break it down. But it looks like, you know, just a simple slant route, um, you know. But so if we pause it here, though, you can kind of see what's going on here. So basically, you, you've you got too high, you know, middle field open coverage here in the back. And what we're really trying to do is get three on one coverage. So we send the running back out here. He'll go out in the motion. And then you'll see the linebackers get drawn to that side. So automatically, you're highlighting that one-on-one route. So his receiver is running the route. Fast forward just a little bit more. And so whenever Bryce Young is separating, whenever you know he's cocks back to throw this ball, you see here his receiver is not even out of his route yet. He's not even in the picture getting ready to come out of his route whenever Bryce Young is already separating to throw this ball. Yeah, he's caught at when Bryce Young is attempting to throw this. Yeah, so what that shows me, I mean, this is incredible anticipation on his part to, you know, recognize where the defense is getting drawn to, highlight his matchup, process quickly where he's going with the ball pre-snap, and then the ability to throw with anticipation and accuracy. And as you see, as he catches this ball as well, He's, you know, he doesn't have to break stride. He's able to continue on, pick up, and you know, an extra 10, 11 yards off of this play. But that's really what we're looking at is whenever the quarterback, whenever his hands separate, where is your receiver in your route? And that's something that Bryce Young puts consistently on film is that anticipation. He's probably the best anticipatory thrower of the football, really, that I've seen in quite a long time. Not even just in this class. You'd have to go back a few more draft classes before you even see stuff like this from a college guy. So this is stuff that translates to the league at an extremely high rate. Um, you know, because this is something, the difference between college and the NFL is in the college, most of the time you're throwing to, you know, open receivers. In the NFL, you're throwing to open spots on the field. You're anticipating where your receiver is going to be. So if that's something that somebody can already do at a high level, that translates to me very easily Oh, excuse me, into having success at the next level. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Anticipating where the guy is going to be and making that throw without hesitation. I mean, it was very good play. And like you said, it just kind of demonstrates, you know, a good quarterback is knowing, looking at the middle of the field, simulating that lot, those linebackers in the middle and then allowing your receiver to get that one-on-one and then to place that ball perfectly yeah, and really, too, if you go back just a little bit more to where he's throwing the ball whenever he takes a snap, something else to highlight here is his footwork. Uh, so whenever he takes a snap, as you can see, he's already, you know, he's lined up at this point already to his receiver. So he's already lined up to throw. There's no heel click. His feet are in the ground. He's got a nice base, and he's able just to let that thing loose. So phenomenal footwork, phenomenal anticipation, phenomenal accuracy. And this stuff is littered all over the film for this guy. So it's extremely impressive when, like I said, most people just see a normal slant route, a normal, a normal in route, a routine play. What you're really looking at is some high-level quarterbacking that translates. I mean, that's NFL-level stuff there. And I think it, it also kind of helps show that you know, a lot of people are questioning Bryce Young's ability to throw the ball in the middle of the football field with the fact that his height, you know, you have to worry about those linemen in the middle of the field. Is it going to impact his ability to see those kinds of routes? So, you know, something like this is a good thing when he's throwing it, you know, towards the hash marks, which is really good to see. Yeah. Well, some of the best quarterbacks too, in the league that have played at that smaller stature, you know, they understand you know, throwing angles and, you know, throwing lanes at a very high level. You know, you look at a guy like Drew Brees, Russell Wilson's always been one. You know, they they see things, they see lanes at a high level. And that's something that he does as well. So I don't really see, you know, many issues with him throwing over. And like I said, these guys, none of the SEC. So these Alabama linemen, I mean, these guys, 6'4", 6'5", 6'7", you know, some of them. So these are... These are big cats. These so, are NFL linemen that he's size wise that he's playing with right here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So again, good first rep there. That was on first play for Alabama on that drive. Here mm-hmm. you're gonna have, and I know you have a few of these uh against this Arkansas defense. Here they're gonna bring three. And I think this one was a little bit more of showing Bryce Young's ability to get out of the pocket. What do you have with this play? Yeah, well, like, let's just watch it through, you know, real quick. Let's give everybody a chance to, you know, see what see what they're looking at here. And, um, you know, for me, there's a few different things on this play that I love. First off is you watch him, you know, process. So you see, uh, one of the things I love whenever teams have stripes on their helmet like that going down the middle is you can see the quarterback process things in real time. You, you know, you watch – how he goes through his reads, how he goes through his progressions. Is yeah. he locking Is he locking on to one guy? Um, you can see here he's not doing that. He's going through progressions. Nothing's open. Nothing's there. And this showcases a few different things, too, after the fact. So he gets through his progressions. There's nobody open. The pocket's kind of collapsing a little bit around him. You know, he creates. He creates something out of nothing. And, you know, he's able to, you know, sh- showcase his athleticism. He, you know, draws that DB down, you know, kind of opening up what we were talking about throwing lanes. He opens up a lane because of his athleticism and he's able to hit that on the move, you know, accurately creating a play, hitting a guy in stride and basically allowing a guy to go, you know, to go 
basically, I mean, I, I don't care if he scores here or not. But, he's um, just a little short, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think he does. But, I mean, this I mean, this is a play, like I said, where he turns nothing into something, and now you're within, you know, the 10-yard line getting ready to score a touchdown. And so I love seeing the pocket presence. I love seeing the awareness, the athleticism, the accuracy, the ability to create. And like I said, I I love this play just because it shows how he's going through his progressions. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, boom, not open, boom, not open, boom, not open, boom, you know, let's go create. So, yeah, yeah this this is, I mean, once again, that's that's high-level stuff right there. Absolutely. I mean, that's definitely the way of the NFL nowadays. You know, find if you don't see something in your pocket and you realize it's going to collapse in a second, then, you know, the ability to create after the fact, you know, get yeah, out. And we just we, we just saw this type of stuff from these two quarterbacks that quarterback in the Super Bowl teams. So this is something that happens very high level stuff on Sundays. And this is the way the game's changing. And he's probably the best quarterback in this class. To me, bar none, and, and once again, one of those quarterbacks I've seen in probably the last decade at creating plays whenever there's nothing there. Yep, absolutely agree with you on that. Now, we kind of go to a play that's more on the negative side here. This is going to end up being an interception here by Bryce Young. So basically, this is another, I don't remember what uh, what opponent this is. This was Louisiana Monroe. Louisiana Monroe. So yeah, so not so not a high level opponent, but this is one of his worst games he had as a pro, and or not a pro, but as a college prospect. And so it's really hard to find negative plays on this guy. He only threw five interceptions all year, seven or yeah, seven last year, twelve interceptions in his entire career. <laughs> you know, out of almost a thousand passing attempts. So um, yeah, he takes care of the ball very well, but to me. This showcase is one of his biggest issues, and this isn't even really an issue for most, or um, you know, for some of the guys in this class. But you know, it's it's lack of you know that howitzer of an arm. Um, this is a throw that a guy like Anthony Richardson makes, a guy like Will Levis makes, um, but he just doesn't. I mean, and he still has a very good arm. I mean, like this is, I mean, that's a tough throw. And so whenever you're looking for a negative. On Bryce Young, I mean, you're really having to dig deep. And there's not a lot of negative there. But, I, and I don't even really want to fault him. I mean, it's kind of a bad decision. You know, he kind of trusts his arm a little too much in this situation. I would have loved to have seen him get out of the pocket. You know, nothing's there. Recognize that that defensive back is, you know, pushing back into that deep route and just kind of throw it away and say, hey, we're going to live to see another day. But yeah. unfortunately, like I said, he kind of trusts his arm a little too much here. Yeah, and I think, honestly, when you look at his feet, I think he was still throwing off the front of his feet, too. I don't think his feet were completely set, and he wasn't able to get the full power behind that arm, and then that obviously leads it to being short, and you know he was anticipating getting hit, and all of those types of things. And like you said, I think that's another thing where, you know, again, Bryce Young, we know can throw a 50 yard bomb. I mean, this that's not an issue with him. This is about almost 50 yards in this instance. But of course, like I said, you know, I think that compared to every other quarterback in this draft class, at least the ones that we're going to be talking about, clearly Bryce Young's arm is the weakest when it comes to uh, just pure arm strength. But I mean, 
again, like you said, he takes care of the ball really well. Very rarely does. Yeah, this is this, yeah, and this and this was so hard. Like I said, to find a game where he's throwing, and even in this game, he threw three touchdowns. So yeah. I mean, like you're you're level of really dig, yeah, like you're really digging deep to find something negative about this kid because yeah. there's really just not a lot outside of his stature that that's negative. And this is a decision, even the decision making in this process, it's very few and far between where you, you see this type of stuff. So I don't really think this is an issue for him, but it does kind of showcase that, hey, you know, there's talk about Will Levis going one overall. There's talk about Anthony Richardson going one overall. You know, those are legit guys, though, as far as, you know, they have that elite of the elite level. Or like they're going to step into the NFL day one and have top 10 arm strength, you know, from the moment they set foot on an NFL field. Most quarterbacks don't have that, so I'm not. And the, and this is a throw that you would probably see those two guys make, um, at least maybe not accurately. It would be an accuracy issue if they didn't make it. And as you can see here, he actually does throw an accurate ball. He just doesn't have enough oomph, you know, to get it there fully. Yep, it just really stinks because it's just like, look at this pocket. Just look at that pocket. Yeah, just think, man. Like I mean, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, that's what. Ha- yeah, that's what happens when you rush three against Alabama. Like, yeah. that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, man, you wish that there would have been more to do with this. And, you know, I mean, as I knew he knew that the uh, end was coming off the edge here. But, you know, it would have been nice if he kind of just like, you know, stopped there earlier and tried to, you know, take another yeah. step and see what he wanted to do. I just felt like, you know, there could have been better options. But like he said, I mean, yeah. it happens every once in a while. Yeah, and it's, this is going to happen to every guy. And they actually did rush four. I didn't see the other guy there. So I just yeah. want to correct myself there. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's very few and far between you see mistakes from this guy. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, we have another play here. We got a couple more. This one's a little bit different. You know, play action to the opposite side. And this honestly might end up being one of the best throws that Bryce Young has ever made oh. in his career. I mean, this is just a phenomenal play. I mean, this is, and this is very uh, weird here, Landon, this kind of play action, because you're forcing him to, you're forcing the defense to really look a bunch of different ways. He's turning his back to this play. I mean, can you explain to some people, it may not make sense, but why is it that they had him rolling the opposite direction rather than, you know, having it go play action just to the right, but having him roll like that? Yeah, well, really, I can't explain it because this is something that a lot of quarterbacks will get in trouble with, and you're kind of putting your quarterback in a bad spot whenever you have him do something like this. So you can see he takes a snap, and his eyes, he sees the route whenever he does, but he's going through the play. He's having to you know, turn his back and all of that. He's having to turn his head and flip around, get his feet set, and then still make this throw. And it's just a remarkable throw. I mean, this is this is insane. This is I mean, I, I don't know what more you can say. Incredible catch, too. I mean, incredible yeah. catch. The, he gets hit at the – I mean, he gets hit at the goal line and then still is able to fight through the contact and make that catch. But, I mean, this is just a beautiful touch throw. This was one of my favorite throws from any quarterback that I've seen in this class. I mean, this is um, – outside of maybe one guy – you know, that I can see, you know, maybe this guy we'll talk about here coming up next. But, I mean, it's, you know, this 
this is just insane level. I mean, this is insane. So, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and not only that, but like you said, you know, to, to the, add the degree of difficulty where it didn't need to be difficult for your quarterback. So, you know, he's seeing the route. He, then he's having to go through the process of completing the play action. He's flipping around. He's turning his head. And then the ability he has to flip completely around, get his base set. You see, you know, wide base, great hips. He's lined up correctly. You know, here in a second, obviously not in this frame, but, you know, he gets lined up and he just, I mean, he just lets that thing rip. And this is just an insane throw. Yeah. I mean, just in comparison to the last one that we just saw, again, I showed the, um, you know, just him throwing it kind of off the front of his feet. But then when you see this and you see him throw it off that back foot, you know, that's where, that's where this throw comes into play. I mean, he has that ability to make that touch throw if he has his feet set. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's not many quarterbacks that can make that throw. This is, that, that is number one overall pick level stuff there. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, absolutely. I, I said it and we'll talk about, obviously, CJ Stroud in another video. I mean, I talked about it. I think you've even mentioned it several times. Like when it comes to the touch of a throw, like a touch throw guy. And I know Zach Hicks has mentioned it too. Like there might not be a better quarterback at the touch throws that kind of just like drop right into the nickel pocket when they need it to be. But that was a really good one there by Bryce Young. And then we got a couple here. We got two different plays on this. I think this was the, the touchdown and then the two point conversion that follows and, you know, you, we'll run through both of these really quick. But again, this just goes to show, again, the creativity of a Bryce Young and just what he's able to do with his feet and his presence. You know that he has this ability. And, I mean, just yeah, look at this move. <laughs> that, is just, that is just remarkable. But we're, we're on this touchdown throw, though, Landon, like, what are you seeing here? Yeah, so another thing that I love, like I said, I mean, it's it's processing. He goes through his progressions. You can see the helmet stripe going back and forth, scanning the field, and, you know, nobody's open. So what does he do? He goes and makes a play, and that's phenomenal pocket presence. You know, you know, he's got a defensive tackle coming in, you know, hot after a few seconds, and, you know, they just drop so many guys back into coverage. I mean, eventually, if everybody's covered up, you're going to get some pressure, and they do actually rush three here. Um, and it's hard to block those guys for so long. So. You know, he draws that defender in, creates an open lane for his, you know, run it. I believe that was uh, one of his wide receivers out yeah, there. You see him go in motion there and you see him kind of draw the defense to him and, you know, create a play. So this is, I mean, to me, like, and I, I always hate using comparisons, but, and, and really, like, I'm not comparing him to this guy because I don't even really see it, but like on this particular play, this is stuff you see number 15 in Kansas City do pretty frequently in the NFL. And I don't really think there's much of a comparison between the two. I've seen that floated around from like Tom McShay and some other guys. I don't personally see it, but 
on this play in particular, I think you can kind of see that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I think this play just goes down to showing you that of you, you defenses have to respect Bryce Young's ability to make plays with his feet. They have to respect it. And that's why you get the option of the guy that was out there covering the uh receiver emotion that was out there willingly gave that up to try and go and stop Bryce Young knowing that guy was still there and that just yeah, I mean it's a yeah it's it's definitely a blown coverage and and sometimes you're thankful for those gifts that's just is what it is but like I said what I love about this play and really both of these plays that we'll see um in the other one here is if you watch that helmet strike you can see him processing scanning the field looking for open guys, going through his progressions. Nobody's there. He just goes and makes a play. And that's what he does in every single game. There's this, I guess, I don't really know. It's not a, I can't say the rumor because it's not a rumor, but um, I'm trying to think of the right word. But, you know, there's this thing where it's like, oh, well, he plays at Alabama. You know, he's loaded. You know, they're loaded and all that. Yeah. This was actually one of, like, the weaker Alabama teams that we've seen in quite some time. Yeah, and a lot of these – Yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, like, in a lot of these games, they're in because they have number nine. And this just shows, you know, what I said, creating something out of nothing. And then if you look at this next play here, going through here you see that helmet scan you see him going through his progressions the pressure comes you know he's able to you know move back and normally you you hate seeing this you don't want your quarterback to drift back in the pocket but you know sometimes you got to do what you got to do and what happens whenever he you know finally gets out on the run a little bit is you know no, nobody's open nobody's open you know and then boom and, and this might be a play that gets him in trouble in the NFL but in this game, it leads to a special moment. And, you know, I mean, he, you know, once he got out in the open field there, he he did uh, pretty dirty out there. Um, that was, in that field. Number, was it 20? Yeah, number 27 there. He, dude, he broke number 27's legs right Even there. So. Right here. I mean, when he puts his foot, bam, just right yeah. there. I mean, you yeah, won't. Very sudden. And then, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I mean. You won't be able to do this this type of move very often when you face a. Now you may be able to do it against a slower edge guy because I mean you know fifty does a good job of keeping that outside contained for a while, but then bites the bites it, and then you know Bryce Young's confidence to remain in that pocket, still looking, and knows at the last second when to divert. And then you just put that foot in the ground, and then that is just beautiful. I mean, that's yeah, and you, and you can see too. Which I mean, I would love to see two hands on the ball here, but yeah. you see too. Even even whenever he gets out of that pocket initially, before he makes the decision to go try to get it himself, he's still looking down the field for somebody to throw to. And you know, once again, he noticed everybody's manned up. Like there's nobody open, so he's like, "Hey, let me just go get something myself. Let me create for my team." And he definitely does that here <laughs> yeah. at the expense. I'm sure number 27 is uh, is getting made fun of quite a lot there in the defensive team meetings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think it does a really good job of uh, expect of just an understanding of what Bryce Young's athletic ability is. I mean, I'd say he's a bit more athletic than a Jalen Hurts. Uh, not on the. Oh, I don't. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't think that at all. I think Jalen Hurts is much more athletic as far as using your legs and stuff like that. 
Uh, and really, like, there, I believe there's only four designed rushes for Bryce Young throughout this season. So they not, they hardly ever use him in the quarterback run game. Um, yes. Which rightfully so. I mean, I don't, you know, yeah. I don't want a guy at his at his stature out there taking those hits if he doesn't have to. But you know, sometimes whenever push comes to shove and you've got to showcase it, he he definitely does have that ability in him to go make a play with his legs and with his arms. So that's these are both kind of the same vein. It's like I wanted to see him, you know, process information. Nothing's open, and I showcased one where he makes a play and he it, you know results in a touchdown with his arm. And one results in a touchdown with his legs. Absolutely. Uh, so when you're looking at all of this film and everything that you have seen, uh, what do you think is the best tendency that Bryce Young uh, shows? And what do you think is the worst uh, tendency that he shows that will get him in trouble in the NFL? So his best tendency is pretty easily. It's the, it's the anticipation, the accuracy, the ability to create, you know, from – Anywhere on the field, whether he's in the pocket, whether he's out of the pocket, he's just a threat at every single level. And he's able to make things happen even when nothing's available to him. And that's a pretty special ability that you can't be taught. It's either one of those things you have or you haven't. Not many guys in this class have it. And not many guys in the NFL have it. But he's one of the guys that does. As far as you know, some tendencies that can kind of get him into trouble, there's really not many at all. Like I said, it's so hard to try yeah. to find negative reps from this guy yeah. because they they don't exist hardly. I mean, you're talking about a guy that threw almost a thousand passes and he had 12 interceptions. And <laughs> you know, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't happen very often. So really, to me, there's really not any negative tendencies he has as far as a quarterback. Um, you know, sometimes I think we saw in that play, you know, earlier he can kind of trust his arm a little too much and it might get him into some situations. But I mean, it's, he takes care of the ball at such a great level and you're never going to have any issues with him, you know, making bad decisions. I would say 99.9% of the time, really the only hang up he has. And the only thing that's keeping him from being just an absolute slam dunk number one overall quarterback is just the size. And that's something that he can't change. Absolutely agree with you. Well, I think that's going to do it, guys, for this first mini-series video on the quarterbacks of this 2023 draft class. Uh, we will have more of these coming up, so uh, leave a comment, guys, on what you thought of this. Did you like it? Is there something else that you want us to change? Is there something else you want us to cover? Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments, but thank you guys again so much for all the support. Let us know your thoughts on this, and as always, guys, go Colts. Yeah.